0: so my family and i had the privilege of taking a trip to mexico last week Uh, we had a great time we were able to go on an excursion Uh, we called it an adventure to see some archaeological sites and to swim in a cenote it was quite incredible on the way home my son and my husband started having a conversation and it found its way back to the fact that The beaches at Riviera Maya, uh, Playa del Carmen, um, are covered in sarcasm. Sargasm. Maybe I'm not saying it quite right. Basically seaweed. There's a lot of it. Um, There really was hardly any before around like 2014, but now the beaches are not what they used to be, at least temporarily. The ocean is not clear blue. The beaches are not pristine. There is... Gobs and gobs and gobs of seaweed everywhere. And, you know, of course, the um, scientists and everyone, and seems quite obvious, um, are saying, you know, it's climate change. It's also pollution from fertilizers. And what sucks a lot is that it smells like eggs, which is not pleasant. And as it dies and it drops to the ocean floor, it is killing the coral. It is also messing with the reproduction of sea turtles because, you know, when they, when you clear it off, you're messing with the habitat where they lay their eggs. And all of this is awful. Of course, you know, now that it's starting to affect tourism, there are some, well, there's some momentum towards change, right? A lot of what, Causes the sarcasm to overgrow is extra nutrients. And so this is why they are, you know, blaming fertilizers and things. So, anyway, my husband and my son are having this conversation, and my husband makes the comment that there will be, in his opinion, quite terrible environmental things that will happen in my son's lifetime and my my son is um too energetically sensitive to hear that without taking a real hit. I mean that was not <laughs> anything that was good for him to hear. It hurt him and you could see the physical change in his body, the change in the look on his face, which of course then led my husband to elaborate on how, you know, without change if things were to continue going downward that it would be bad, but that this is why our family and others like ours make choices that help the environment and um, hopefully we start to get more politicians, all of this. Now this had been going, going around in my head um, because I was thinking about how powerful that is and how until you've seen it with your own eyes that it's not real. And so in a way I'm actually glad that it's affecting tourism because it is making people all over, you know, the world because there were people from all over the globe at the place where we stayed. It's really making everyone take notice. I had not quite considered how this could parlay into a podcast episode until yesterday when I pulled um a card. I don't pull cards very often. But sometimes I do, and I felt drawn to the oldest deck of cards that I have. They are called Universal Wisdom Oracle Cards, and um, they're by Tony Carmine Salerno, S-A-L-E-R-N-O. Anyway, the oldest set that I have, and I pulled a card called Golden Memories. Now, when I pulled it, I didn't have any idea what it was going to be about, and it turns out it is quite a lot about this climate conversation that I had with my son, and then would parlay into what I anticipated this week's topic being as well, right? No coincidences. So I'm gonna to read to you part of what it says about this perfect card. All that is occurring in your life and in the world around you is happening for a positive reason. There is a higher purpose to all of the events in life. Visualize peace and love in your meditations and prayers. One must have faith, even though at times you can make no sense of what is happening. Trust in the healing power of love, for it is only through love that peace will ever be possible. The doom and gloom that exists in our planet at present is part of humanity's cleansing. As all the hatred and fear in the world surfaces, it is released and transformed. We are continuously presented with opportunities to heal. You are safe and forever held within the love's embrace, part of one eternal spirit which can never be destroyed. All this eternally held in the loving hands of God, Goddess, and all that is, the current storm will clear and reveal the light that exists within each heart. You can be of great assistance to those around you at this time by showing faith and remaining positive about the future of our planet. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect, right? My son needs to read this. (laughs) And then it hit me, right? All that is coming forward, just like it said, all that is coming up is to be cleansed away purified. And that, my lovelies, is what translates into today's topic. What my plan is to talk to you about, or was, is, still is, <laughs> still is, is the Aquarian shift. The We were in a Piscean uh, era, 2,000 years, right? Over the past 50 years, we've been shifting to the Aquarian I don't know, think of it as like a time period era. (laughs) Okay. Now I've always kind of, I don't know, not thought too much about it. And lately it has been swirling around me. And so as I dug into it more, um, read and meditated and all of the things that I do, um, I came to understand that not only is it something we talk about that we have evidence of in our daily life. It is also a perfect microcosm for personal awakening, right? Just like so many of the Bible stories and stories from various cultures and religions are metaphors for awakening, so is this Piscean-Aquarian shift. So if you think of Piscean as I believe, we're shifting from I believe to I know. Now, let me explain further. (laughs) Okay. So basically what we are going from is old school, right? Being dominated by a hierarchy of power, right? Where we have to Go through authority to get to things. The era where parents know all and kids have to be silent. The era where the priest is your only connection to God. This, right? It was a time when what people needed, uh, you know, as a whole, what people needed, what they wanted was to attach themselves to something that would tell them how to live. We at uh, religion. Um, some other political ideology, um, a charismatic leader, even work, right? And so the keys of life were hidden in the realms of power and with the leaders, and it was a real pecking order. And for the most part, people were quite content with this. It was okay to them. And there are still people like this today who do not want their beliefs challenged, who fit into a little box, right? I have a friend I grew up with who I know what her beliefs are because she talks about them, right? She talks about her ideals. She talks about what she wants for the environment, for people, for everything, right? But what that aligns with is different from how she places her vote in political elections. And when she mentioned to me the way in which she votes, all I did was point out to her, you know, that is not at all aligned with what you've told me you believe. In fact, it is completely the opposite. And her response was, my family has voted this way for generations. My parents do, my grandparents did, their parents before them, and I will do that because that's what I am and what my family is. Ah, you can imagine. Those of you who've been listening to me long, I thought my head would explode. Why? Why should we hold on to the ideals of someone else if it doesn't match ours? And yet this Piscean age that predominated over 2,000 years was built on that type of belief. That's what was normal. It was hierarchy, linear, linear sources of information, you got it from above, who got it from above, who got it from above. Now we're shifting into this Aquarian age, this I know, where nothing is secret anymore because we know at the core of us. And it's actually quite aligned with this evolution of the internet, right? Every bit of information is accessible to you now. You don't have to go get it from somebody smarter and wiser. You can type that shit into your phone. Everything is available. It is a horizontal network. And it does open the world to true equality because if you can access the internet, you can access almost anything. No longer is our identity about one person or one alignment because we can be a part of everything we are a whole person we don't need anybody else to feed us right i mean maybe food wise okay we're not having a socio-economic conversation we are growing as we as individuals awaken as we as a society awaken, we are learning to accept that wisdom is available within ourselves. It is not something outside of us. We are a leader of one, one of ourselves. Yes, we can have conversations, we can have community like this one that you are participating in today, but the truth is it's all within you. Now, with this type of shift, just like what I read to you from the wisdom card, the ugly comes up to be cleared. Just like this seaweed that's invading the beach and endangering the coral reefs. It's coming up saying, notice me, heal me, fix me, fix the root of this problem. Don't just collect the seaweed off the beach and push it off to the side. Go to the source, cure the dis-ease. And this is what we have been doing. We are going toward awakening, toward that time like the hundredth monkey. If you listen to that episode? When enough people join in, it tips the scales in favor of what is heavy and strong. And so we are growing, beloved. And yet with this does come the rise of the yuck. We have to get rid of the seaweed. We have to figure out what of it is valuable and what of it must go. We see this within our culture. We have this huge growth in personal transformation, self-awareness, self-improvement, alternative healing, people wanting natural, real food, uh, yoga, meditation. I mean, you can buy crystals, shrink-wrapped at Target. It's growing, right? At the same time, we are seeing an increase in depression, suicide, anxiety, stress, Drug use of all kinds. The opposite of it is growing too. It's rearing its head to be cleared away. Think about what has gone on in our political, social world, right? Environmental consciousness is growing. We've got the growing of rights for everyone. Women's rights, gay rights, civil rights, global consciousness is expanding. And yet at the same time, we have a rise in Fearmongering, partisan politics, racism, fundamentalism, xenophobia as a whole. That means just fear of the other, anyone not like us. And so if we beloved, in this community of awakeners, if we could isolate ourselves, perhaps we would be able to be blissfully unaware. But that is not how awakening works. It is alchemy. The ugly has to rise to the surface so we can educate it, so we can clean it up, so we can love it and not judge it, so we can recognize, of course, 2,000 years of conditioning. There are those who will struggle to let go, just like those of us who are awakening sometimes struggle to let go of our own poison our own damage, what was done to us as a child or by an old lover or whatever. It is the same. And so patience is required. Love is required. Faith is required. Diligence is required. And we can learn and we can grow and we can become something better. So what do we do? How do we help this? How do we help the world while we help ourselves? How do we take our own awakening and what motivates us and shoots us forward into something that can flip the tide for the whole world? Simple. Don't give in to the fear. Don't give in to the despair or the anger. See it. Answer the what-ifs and do what you can, however small. Recycle. Do something. right? Don't be a victim. Remember that we are responsible for what happens in our lives. It is cause and effect, right? What we have put out, we reap the benefits or not always benefits, even when it sucks, right? We learn. Recognize that. Recognize that for the whole, for our country, for our world. We're putting in something new now. The shift is happening. We are leaving the Piscean era and moving into the Aquarian one. It is happening. It is all around us. Don't be blinded by the seaweed on top of the water. It is still a beautiful ocean. Be a source of light, beloved smile share your joy share your wisdom even when that means that you're the just the quietest person in the room holding that vibration of truth while others who are trapped in what they think they believe hide behind those beliefs recognize when your words would make it worse because when people begin to defend themselves They cannot hear any whisper of peace. And beloved, do not give up on your daily spiritual practice. Remember, though, it cannot be rote memorization. You are not an automaton. This must be something that you do every day with intention to release the blocks and clear the way For your own awakening and everyone else's. The lifting of your consciousness is enough. If all you can do today is focus on you and to lift one thought, one tiny thought upward, you are doing your part because you are not alone. We're in this together, beloved. And as we shift, So will everyone else. True. We may end up with a two-class system. It's not gonna be the rich, rich, and the poor, poor. I mean, it could. But seriously, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be the enlightened, the awakened, and those in the dark. It is going to be revelations, but not like it's written in the book, not literal. It is going to be those of us who see the light and live in it and walk in it and experience it every day, and those who do not. And that growth is going to get so big that the darkness will become, little by little, more and more invisible. And then we'll flip the tide. Same thing happens in personal awakening. And it absolutely will happen here on Earth. I don't just have to say, I believe I'm telling you something, I know, I know it with every fiber of my being. And if you can't believe it today, write on the back of my faith until you can. Together, we do make a difference. And I am blessed that you are here. Until next time, beloved. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.